Beautiful. Alrighty. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another special bonus episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast here at the VIP lounge of the Chinese Theater where the uh, Holly Shorts Oscar qualifying uh, short film festival is going on. And uh, I am Jack, sitting down, uh, second time as your host, and with me, the incredible co-founder of Cinematography for Actors, Haley Royale. Hi. Hi, Jack. That was a beautiful job. Thank you very Let's much. Let's take a second to congratulate you that you... <laughs> We're so close. Thank you. Yeah. I, I know. I got ahead of myself. I said Holly Shorts first. But I'm hey, you, you know what? If that's how much I love Holly Shorts. It's Holly Shorts first. <laughs> Their name is in my mind. We, yeah, you're <clears throat> wonderful. You're fantastic. Thank you. We're also here with Connor Martin, writer and director of a film called Nomno, which is the name of a, an Italian grandpa. It and I indeed. asked that question earlier to make sure that that's <laughs> actually how it was called. Um, hey, Connor. Hey, how's it Thanks going? Thanks for joining us. Oh, I'm stoked to be here. I, uh, I flew in today and I listened to an episode you guys had with, I think, Aaron Doyle Cooper. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Haven't seen it, but pretty stoked to watch it on BitPix. Yeah. It doesn't have like a four-minute short film. Yeah. Yeah, four-minute yeah. short film, and I'm pretty it's sure it's the Pioneer, the Scary Pioneer okay. one. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. to watch that as well. Excited. She was incredible to interview. Yeah. I'm glad that yeah, you listened. No. She was great. Um, but now it's your turn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your film. Let's talk, stop talking about other people's Let's films. Yeah. Let's talk about Italian your Nona. film. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Tell us what the lo- what's your log line? What, yeah, what's so uh, No No is about uh, a young couple inheriting an ancestral home um, who come from different religious backgrounds, and those are kind of propagated to the front um, when moving into the home sort of unveils some darker secrets about the husband's familial past. Okay. Sure. Yeah. All right. Sure. I'm hooked. I'm there. Finding those out, out yeah. about our new, <laughs> our new spouse. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. That's As one does. I don't know. Terrifying. Yeah. Okay. So that you said that you shot the entire short in two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that you used only practical practical effects. Yeah. That's right. Like what? Uh, let's see. My personal favorite, and I think the one that our crew endured the most, was uh, taking a, a blow dryer to roll a bottle across the floor, okay. um, which awesome. I think lasted all of an hour for you know one shot mm-hmm. um, that we still had to flip in the end. Um, our art director, Malaya, also did double duty, pulling fishing wire from the other side of the room, kind of hidden behind a wall to keep things uh, looking like they were moving of their own volition. Um, but yeah, and we just had a really great kind of single person department for, for every department you might need. So this crew maxed out at like nine oh, over the course of the entire thing. Crew. Yeah, tiny crew in a tiny house with, you know, uh, some very patient people. So How good. did you go about finding your crew? Uh, that's a good question. You know, th- I think with, with any sort of independent film, especially short films, community um, is pretty huge. So uh, I lived in Portland at the time when I shot this, uh, and that's pretty much how I went about looking for resources. Um, I found some folks on like a local Facebook group and then sort of started to take recommendations based on people whose work I liked, who I enjoyed getting a coffee with, um, and that just sort of grew until we had everything filled out. So, you know, referrals, I think at, at worst it creates like uh, excitement for the work you're doing and, and at best you actually end up turning out something that's much higher quality because you all know each other, you're comfortable with each other and you can kind of 
communicate more directly, mm -hmm. I think, during production. Were there some pre-production creative discussions you had with your whole team to make sure that everyone was speaking the same common language? And that's a good question. Same idea? Yeah, I think that's that's a good question. Um, you know, Kevin Michaluk, our director of photography, did a really good job with lighting, and that was mm -hmm. something we had to figure out was, you know, what to show and not show. We play a lot with foreground, a lot with getting people to look at the whole frame, so that's a big part of it. Um, I think secondarily though yeah kind of as I mentioned like jerry rigging all those practical effects was was a big thing um, we have about a minute and a half long take in it that was shot outside Portland is want to rain uh, in March so lighting that uh, putting it on like a giant kind of tall flagpole um, the name of it escapes me right now but shooting that in the rain and trying to shoot and make it looks like it look like it's not raining was, mm -hmm. It's a challenge. Yeah. So is that, is that that the uh, the floodlight torrential downpour steady cam scene that, that mm -hmm. you had uh, yeah. mentioned in the car? Yeah. Yeah. Very exactly. Cool. Yeah. You mentioned that you were very impressed by the atmosphere that your camera team was able mm -hmm. to create. What do you mean by that? I think I mean that both uh, literally and um, kind of more ethereally. Literally, they were pumping in fog in the basement kind of going above and beyond in some cases things I didn't know were happening okay um, and this was a shoestring budget and a lot of people working uh, you know for very little so I was pretty appreciative um, of just the amount of effort they were all putting into it I think the biggest thing from my perspective though was just everyone sort of communicating broadly and really taking ideas from anywhere whether that's you know, a, a grip, a, a DP, a set dresser, a uh, makeup artist, kind of whoever. Mm -hmm. Something that we talk about a lot on cinematography for actors is the importance of having your everyone on the team, talent and crew, all mm -hmm. on the same page yeah. and, totally. you know, communicating well. Yeah. So what is, what is your personal method of making sure that that happens and happens in the way that you want? Do you like when your talent feels comfortable communicating? Sure say with a camera operator or yeah. do you prefer they speak to them through you that's a great question um i definitely like to know kind of that people are communicating i think that's important so i keep track of everything because um, i'm certainly wearing a few different hats mm -hmm. um, i over communicate so that's generally helpful to me in the process that being said i don't really think uh there's there's any reason to sort of stifle that communication mm -hmm. so i think from my perspective I just want everyone to talk as freely as possible um, on those sets and, and really just kind of get excited when they're hanging out without me or doing stuff without mm -hmm. me and I can go support them doing their stuff. So Yeah, yeah. that's so great. That kind of helps people to feel yeah, like they're totally. a team. Absolutely. Yeah. I love asking this question mm -hmm. of directors because I feel like everyone has a different philosophy. Sure. Um, when you're calling cut, uh -huh. What? Where are you going first? Who are you giving your attention to first? Because you're kind of the person everyone whips their head to at right. first, yeah. as soon as it happens. So, sure. how do you make sure everyone feels like they have your time? Yeah, that's a good question. So, um, the the short answer to that is the actors. Mm -hmm. um, really, because I think uh, it's it's easier to give feedback when it's fresh. You know, where they can think about what they've done. Um, I have plenty of time to sync up with the DP. Um, I do like to know kind of how things panned out if I'm not looking at the shot. Um, something more recently that I did, I acted in it. So mm -hmm. that was a scenario where I couldn't kind of look at it directly. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but you certainly kind of want to check broadly. But I think generally actors is the first place to go just because you're either encouraging, which will propagate more good work. You're 
um, kind of coaching if, if there's some misalignment or you're um, cutting because just something stopped. And in most cases, it's a short sight of mine that's caused us to cut. It's usually me not thinking through a, a plot line or, or a, a sort of set or something like that. So most of the times I'm just catching my own errors. So again, lots of patience. It's very gracious. <laughs> no. <laughs> Way to say It's like preemptively easy. apologizing for a lot of things. So. <laughs> well, it, it, it's a perfect segue to another question we love to ask of, of people who are wearing many hats, sure. writer, director. Um, what are some things like some of those small oversights that going into it uh you as a writer had planned and then once you got there two days to shoot you realized you were going to either have to sacrifice or tweak and then perhaps even more importantly what were some of the things maybe that the the floodlight scene while it's raining where you said no we're going to push through this we're going to get this get this shot and it's going in the movie yeah that's a good question it's it's almost always dialogue um i really like writing writing is something i do kind of independently of of directing and fundamentally uh it's way easy to get carried away and kind of get flowery with dialogue add Mm -hmm. in a couple lines that don't get there and sometimes they don't work sometimes we don't have time for them but sometimes they actually work against the plot and i think that's really the main thing Mm -hmm. that i'm focused on is just lines um so i like to let actors once in a while take ownership of it and really make the dialogue their own as long as you know you get from point a to point b i think that's all that matters Very cool. Yeah. What do you feel like you learned in this process? What are you taking away from this? It's a great question. Um, I think I give uh, half as much um, weight to kind of like finding a a sort of quality to to your output in terms of aesthetics. Um, Mm -hmm. As in, everyone is going to do their job. If you establish that floor, everyone's going to crush it. They're going to do a wonderful thing. But I think putting twice as much time into rehearsing and ensuring that everyone's really comfy with the direction they're going. Um, I didn't hold many rehearsals, and I think that's something I wish I could have done more, just because it optimizes speed when we're filming, and, and also it, it just creates a more quality product. So More rehearsals yeah. next time. Yeah, that's, that's always the plan. Well, always Connor, next thank time. you so thank much you guys. for joining this is awesome. us. Appreciate Connor's, it. No, no, Connor's film, no, no. Screams, yes. screens. Screens. <laughs> Screens. Screens tomorrow at 2.30. So yeah. if you're here for the festival, you can still catch yeah. it. Sounds like it's going to be an incredible watch. I'm excited. If you're not here at the festival, check it out on BitPix. You know about that. We've been telling you the whole time. BitPixTV.com. <laughs> oh, Fine no-no. That's the first time that we've done that. I have been staring at it from behind the computer the entire time. Figured we'd finally Just give you the actual address the brain. for it. Yeah, that's good. Jack, that's thank good. you so much, Thank Connor. you, guys. This Pleasure is awesome. Really you. appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. This has been another episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast. Follow us on wherever you listen to your podcast to keep up to date on new episode releases. We will be live through August 20th here at Holly Shorts Film Fest. If you're here, drop in and say a little hello at the VIP lounge. We also want to thank our sponsors, Apogee, Film Tools, Roscoe, Lightstone Rentals, Canon, and First Mile Tech. As a special gift to you listeners, we partnered with We Make Movies to get you a discount on comprehensive production insurance packages. Use code CFA23 on your intake form for 10% off your quote by visiting wemakemovies.org slash insurance. If you missed any of our live streams, you can watch all of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Cinematography for Actors. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Cinematography for Actors. You can also catch us in a more formal setting on Monday, August 14th at Japan House for a panel discussion on the importance of bridging the gap between talent and crew. You can get 20% off of your ticket purchase by using the code HSFF2023CFA at checkout. Thanks!